Welcome back to the Four Gardens Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Ifshin. On this show, I talk to guests who are inspiring me in the areas of health, nature, creativity, and service. On today's show, I have my friend, Andy Wick. Let's jump on in. Andy, so good to have you on, my friend. Uh, I've got to know you the last two years. I'm really grateful to know Andy over the last two years through our men's group together. And, I've, and our connection there, I've learned about what a great father you are, all the different work you do, supporting men and others in the community. And yeah, I've been really grateful to know you and also just enjoy our, all of our conversations and time we spend together. You're a funny guy. You make me laugh. You make me, you charm me a lot with what you share and, and how you show up. And I noticed too that when we, um, we've had some good phone calls, you're, you're doing a lot of yes. um, work on your Instagram and also sh- making content in the world. And we, yeah. we've been supporting each other. And when we have these phone calls, I just feel like I, time flies by and I was driving and I went through the like entire portion of Virginia I needed to drive through before I realized, you know, we've been talking for an hour. And so, yeah, I, I'm excited to have you on for this conversation and I know uh, our listeners are going to enjoy it too. So thanks for coming on yeah, and man. how are you doing today, brother? Uh, yeah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in uh, Fountain, Colorado. And um, yeah, excited to be on this uh, podcast with you. Uh, had a great weekend and uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Love hearing that. Yeah, glad to be good. Yeah. I'm doing great too. Um, ready for this. And yeah, I want to ask you, let's, let's, let's talk about our shared connection through the men's group yes. through gold mining. I'm going to have the leader yes. of gold mining on the organizer, Kevin Hauber, uh, next month is scheduled mm-hmm. to come on. So we'll get really the backstory of how this men's group got created, which I'm excited for next month. But I want to hear your experience with this, how you got into gold mining uh, and where, like and what it's meant to you over the last years. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so I've gone through, uh, it's called the Omega Point program and Kevin was my mentor through it. And at the end, we're sitting there talking and I'm like, man, I, this is my purpose is to help people to, to, to do this work, to help people find healing inside their inner parts and, and really grow into the best version of themselves. Um, and he said, okay, well, I have a gold mining circle and I'd like you to join. And I said, okay, I, I would love to join. And, uh, Next Wednesday, I was on there. I was driving through Santa Fe. I, I was on my way to California, I remember. And I parked in Santa Fe and got on that first call. And I've been with them ever since. Um, and with our group, which has, for me, been such a great continuation of listening to self and supporting others on each other's journeys. It's It's been absolutely beautiful to me. That something is, I cherish. I cherish it too. I rarely miss them every week. And now we have two, two nights of, of gold mining yeah. together. And I also want yeah. to mention that a big intention of having you on the podcast today is to talk about the OPP program. We'll get to that in a minute, but sure. I am, a, um, one thing I'm excited to talk about is I am starting the OPP mentorship program level zero, the beginning phase, uh, with another man from the group. Yes. And so later in the conversation, I'd like to really dive in to the OPP and, oh. and share, share everything, the work you and your dad have done 
with that program and learn more for yeah. myself. I'm curious to get in. Fantastic. Let's talk a little more gold mining too, yeah. because what's been yes. unique for this group for me is I'd done men's groups before. I'd been in circle with men and I'd found that uh, the shadow was often the focus. And this is a lot, a lot of the men's uh, experience too. And Kevin's experience with men's work has been that men have a lot of pain they've repressed of trauma, of hidden darkness that needs to be expressed, needs to be explored. But what happens is it ends up dominating the circle and it becomes really heavy. It becomes really, for me, it, it became really heavy. It often became wound worshiping where we saw it was all about kind of parading the traumas out, the same traumas every week and not moving forward and asking what we want in our life and not having this joyful celebration of life tone. And that has brought so much gold, as we say, to me, just feeling uplifted, feeling connected, feeling like I can bring my whole self, but I'm not going to get stuck in my pain or in another man's pain. So I wonder, is that has that been yes. your experience too with, uh, with men's groups and with this kind of gold focus? Uh, so <clears throat> that's... I've been in men's work since I was 16 years old. Um, that's when my dad started uh, was, so we're talking 29, 30 years ago uh, is when my dad started the men's work. And I actually went through a weekend um, through Mankind Project, which was, which was wonderful. It was incredible. Uh, and then we got into those men's groups, those I groups. Um, and the way that that progressed, it really was that way. Shadow and 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 wounds and getting into that dark place, but sitting in there and not finding the gold, not finding the gift in it, um, and, and listening to the lesson that it could be bringing us to help us empower us on our path. So uh, when we went gold mining, what's so beautiful about gold mining to me is that, yes, we're going to go into the dark. We're going to go into that we're going to hear the dark what we're doing though is coming out with the gold we're coming out with the light it's it's uh, almost alchemical in in premise um and i love that i love that we don't sticking in and looking at shadow is good to understand our our traumas and the things that make us what we are in, through time uh, but the gold that comes out of it is what empowers and that's what i love about our group I groups I used to come away from and I was exhausted. I was just so tired. I'm like, oh man. Um, every time I come out of our gold mining circle, every time I've got so much energy, I got so much love, so much joy beaming out, you know, run around, go grab my kids, give them a huge hug and a kiss. Just, I love it. I love it. There's always something beautiful that comes out. I'm, I'm having the same experience there. I noticed that we often, we do two hour group and a lot of us stick around for water cooler round mm -hmm. afterwards. We're just having such a good time. We're hanging yeah. out that just chatting afterwards yeah. feels, feels good. And yeah, if it had been, if, if, when it's so heavy and there's not this balanced energy of, you know, we end with a round of blessing of love we share for each other. And it's this really hard opening process, this practice of sharing the gold we got, really focusing on what was the positive takeaway from the circle and also just honoring each other. And I've noticed I've gotten better at giving compliments. I've gotten better at um, like like expressing in words how I care about other people because I do that every week with you and yes. the other men is that we celebrate each other and what we brought. Yes. And it's like that is not that is an undervalued power to have in this world of to be able to celebrate each other properly. So I, I love that part of it. And I totally feel yes. energized as well by it. Yeah. And, and, and to go and to riff off of that, the other thing that's really cool. So the blessings go out. 
but it's also the learning and the ability to allow the blessing to come in. So many times it's hard for, it was hard for me to allow love in. There was, there was, there's a block. And when the blessing comes in to allow it to come in, to allow it fill my cup and, and then be able to reciprocate the blessing back out. Um, that's been one of the most beautiful things in watching it is watching men in there allow the gifts and allow the love and allow the blessings. Yes, it's allowing the, that's been some of the work for me too, is just to accept the blessing when it comes in, to be open hearted to that too. Um, let's actually, now I'm kind of inspired to talk just for people who are new to this through the, the structure is fairly simple. We, we just, we just shared the end is King round, um, for the men's, for the men's group. Uh, the beginning of men's group is the love around and the sensei piece. So Andy and I are often the leaders of the group. Um, in addition to Kevin, Corey, a few other main guys. Um, but we take turns leading the group and bringing a wisdom piece, uh, to the group to bring in an idea. And so Andy, you're bringing this week ego has been, for example, ego. Yeah. Talk about mm -hmm. that. What you've been, uh, just, just cause it's very current to us, the work you're doing with, with ego. Cause that was the, the wisdom piece of this week. Um, yeah, it was very appropriate for me and it came after, cause we did shield, um, you know, how we walk out into the world. Um, we also talked about projections and how we project our own trauma onto others or how they project onto us. Um, and I was inspired to, especially after shield and projection to go to ego, uh, because ego is a protector. Um, ego is, is, uh, according to Rumi, ego is the veil between humans and God. Um, and I love that quote. Um, and it's really about getting out of your own way, connecting to the spirit, connecting to your own soul and spirit um, without your own projections or judgments on yourself and letting it be. So ego has been uh, wonderful to dive into. Now, we dove into it Thursday night, last Thursday night, and what a beautiful display of vulnerability uh, and conversation. Um, I, I am really excited to bring it into Wednesday's group. Um, I, I'm really excited to see what happens. And I'm also know the blessings I got from the last week was just extraordinary. It, it was a different level. So I'm excited about that a lot. I'm excited. I'm excited for that too. I was there on Thursday and I enjoyed doing the ego work and the visualization and uh, always love your pieces. And so whenever we, we do the, um, and I, I'm actually using some of the pieces in the work I'm doing to bring into this podcast and four gardens to develop four gardens ideas too, which I'm excited to use that as a, as a place, a safe place to test my facilitation and new, new and revisit old, old parts too. But so just to keep going with this idea though of, what's the structure of the group. So Andy would lead a piece like that on ego. Then each man checks mm -hmm. in. We share our name. If we have an animal name, we'll share that too. And then we share a mission statement. And that's a really mm -hmm. core part of this men's work is the mission. What's the mission, your personal mission. And if you stick around, if you look back, Andy and I are going to be recording right after this, a process for creating your own mission statement. The, the one we use from the group that man, woman, any gender person can use to have a personal mission um, today. So mm -hmm. if you're into this stuff, check that episode out coming next. Um, we're going to, we're going to go through that. But so we'd share our mission statement and we'd also then check in 
we check in on how we're doing uh, that day. Mm-hmm. And so that's the love around, right? Am I missing anything there with the love around that stands out to you? No. And that we, we check in with our feelings of that day. And then right after that, we'll go into what the sensei piece uh, brought up, uh, what you might've seen in a visualization, what came up um, for you. And then we talk about bringing that forward to our work round, which is our magician round. Right. So if things are coming up, they need extra processing or space held. We'll do that during our magician Correct. round. So that comes, that is the third round. The second round is important to me too. And that is the, um, that's the warrior round. And this is where we check in if we're in mm-hmm. accountability with ourself and accountable to the group and have integrity, personal integrity then. And so we ch- each man goes around and checks in. We make stretches then, which is a practice that's been incredibly valuable to me, which has been the practice of making a goal that we're accountable to the group on. So often for times for me, it's, you know, this week it was getting up and meditating before I ate any food any day. So that was one of my stretches as an example. And there's all kinds of stretches people make. Um, and it's been really powerful to be accountable to these group of really po- of amazing men, of these, of these men who are there to support me and ask me when I don't do my stretch, you know, why? And they're there to process that with me. And so what's, what's, uh, what's your experience with the warrior round? How's that? How does that archetype work for you there? Uh, I love it. I, uh, I love talking about what your mission is, talking about what your purpose is and finding the gold in the shadow. And then what are you doing this week to further yourself along those lines? I think, especially in a culture that we have today, um, it gets so fast paced that people forget to what, what is your mission? What is your purpose? And what are you doing this week to further that, to connect to yourself, to walk your path correctly. And then to have eight to 10 men be witness to what you are allowing yourself to stretch and what you are looking to do for yourself and then support you through that it is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful to me. And it really, it creates action. I mean, I know when there's like two days yeah. that go past and maybe I didn't do something in my stretch, all of a sudden I'm like, gotta do, I, I gotta do this. I gotta get into my stretch. I gotta take the time for myself. You know, even the meditation, it's like, okay, it's time to, it's time to do something. It's time to, I'm gonna do that, set an alarm in the morning. So I meditate in the morning. Like I, I gotta put this together for me. And then also because I'm accountable to these these men that support me. I love that round. I don't like showing up and not having, you know, being being in integrity doesn't feel good. <laughs> no. But you know what feels feels good is no. coming back and saying, you know what, I really crushed that stretch this week, guys. I yeah. feel great. I feel yeah. amazing. Like that, it's an added layer of pleasure I take. I, you know, and I don't feel a lot of shame saying, hey, I didn't do this because I feel supported when I didn't do it because I know a man will ask me, do you need support? Is Why didn't you do it? So that's what accountability looks like to me. It's not punishment or stick or carrot, even though there's some, a little bit of that, that for me. It's more this kind of loving, uh, pow- powerful kind of support that I feel from the group. And so much times I see people with personal development trying to do it on their own, trying to set these lofty goals for themselves with nobody to report back to, nobody to process with. You know, They don't have coaching. They don't have a group. And it's so much harder. I feel like it, this just makes it easier yes. for me to make the changes I need to make and to show up and do yes. my mission in the world to be aligned with mission. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it, 
I believe we, we, at the end of the day, we're all here to walk each other home. Um, and man, especially when you're talking about going inside and doing work, going in alone is hard. Um, if, if you don't know what you're walking into, it can, it, it can feel unsafe. It can feel scary. But when you have, and when you have people walking with you, all of a sudden it can become playful. It can be fun. Um, th- there's, there's that safety, there's that, that enjoyment, and there's some incredible work that's done. I, I think walking together um, is a huge piece. It's a huge piece. So I, I, that's that's what I love about that round. You, everybody's walking together. You call someone, you're like, hey, man, I'm, I'm working with this. Cool. Let's talk about it. Let's go. That's what cool. is in your way? And, and more, more times than anything, it's ourselves that are in our own way. Um, yeah, but what is in your way? What, what's, what's holding you back from completing that goal you have for yourself? And that's a beautiful mirror to get up. And especially when you're walking through it with someone else, then all of a sudden it's like, wow, okay. So, yeah, I had a little self-doubt there. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's, Love that. Let's go. And let's also take that to the magician round often. If there's a real, if some real yes. blockage come up, yes. this is part of the genius of this structure is that the round following the warrior round is the magician round. And that's the space where we do the work. We get to really open up and process a challenge we're facing to transmute. Uh, that's why I think magic is, it is magical. Uh, to to transmute some of the blockages Absolutely. or the deep work that needs to happen, and so in that round, we go in. We'll usually take a break and then come back fresh for this round where we'll answer the question: If I were to work on my mission tonight, I would. And and so, usually not every man will have time to work, but about half of us will, you know, have a, a piece that feels urgent that we need to work on, and that could be in so many different um different areas of life yeah what's an example andy of of types of work men men do without giving names right now but just to to bring people how would you bring people into the magician round what what happens there well i mean it's just like you said um so if you were going to work on your mission tonight it would be and then a scale of one to five how big is that charge for you like how much is it there and when we get that when you get that person on the five it's it's let's go so um I mean, self-doubt comes up, self-love comes up, um, allowing of love, allowing of, um, you know, walking the mission, fear, anxiety, I, I mean, shame, all those things can come up. And what I find is so cool is that in that container where some men are holding space, one man may be guiding, another man may come in, they have something else. And the man is just searching and finding the answers within. Cause it's not about like someone saying, Hey man, this is why you should do this. It's, it's okay. So what's going on? What are you feeling? And then when you see a man, find a man or a woman in our case, cause it's a men's group. But um, when you see the man find that truth inside, it's so beautiful. Like, Oh my God, I need to love myself more. I need to slow down and give myself balance. I need to, I need to breathe. Right. And what's so cool is, like you said, not every man gets to work, but so many times when you're walking with someone on a path, when I'm walking with someone on the path, almost every single time there's something for me through that as well. Even has nothing to do with me because it's their work, their journey and their reflections. 
the phrase you did my work like so many times it's a blessing to watch someone go through their work and then the blessing that comes back to you for being a part of that holding space for that helping guide uh yeah the magician round is magic it's absolutely magic alchemical it's beautiful yeah that's where we see i feel really moved most often is the magician round there's tears will come up then and just doing that is an important phrase if you're doing my work for me and that's that's uh it's part of it is that witnessing that ability to witness each other that i think a lot of change really happens that especially when i came in as a new man and i see it with men coming in after me it's just witnessing the men who have, who have built up that and i i i feel like i came on came in pretty like hot and ready to work but i've i see men warm up as they go i was like i've i've been doing some deep work coming in and so i was ready to be witnessed and ready to be to open but even so even someone coming in ready I got to go deeper because I was with men who were doing their work, who were sharing about, we talk about money, we talk about sexuality, we talk about um, family and ancestral work. We, we go, we, and we've developed missions around money and sex too, which have become you know, really powerful for me to, to share. And so that kind of work is just, I mean, it's hard to put words on the feeling to, to be in that. And it's just a really, it's become this like really important part of my life. And the magician round is that like that melting furnace that like that heat of transformation is happening there strongest for yes. me in this whole experience. Yes. Yeah. So powerful. It's so powerful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, it's hard to explain it except for magic. It, it just, it's magic, especially when you're for me, to watch a man go into the, to, to the dark, into the gut, into the soul of themselves, and then come back out and through love be able to come out and have the light of it. And when you see a man sit back and just go, oh, and you see that release of that, whatever was just holding or almost anchoring or hurting, and to see that pain or that message or that emotion become a gift and that relief and the joy. The joy is one of the things for me. It's just that always brings tear to my eyes when you see the man in joy. You know, and something that was so could have been so painful and has might have been around for a long time. And all of a sudden to see the joy and see a different light in their eye. I don't know how to describe that except for magic. I just, I just don't know. And to know that he's surrounded by six to eight men that are creating a safe space that are also as vulnerable and to be able to really show themselves and everybody knows that they're safe in that. <laughs> you don't find that a lot. It's a rare thing. And it's a, it's something I'm incredibly grateful for. hundred yes, percent. I'm grateful for it too. And it's magic and, it's also, I mean, magic can be this way, but it's, they're tools. There are, this is the other, yes. the other piece that I love of the really comes out in the magician round. I love how structured the group is for one. It really holds the energy, holds the emotion mm -hmm. and makes it safe. Mm -hmm. So important. The agreements, the structure. The other side of this is in the magician round, it's the facilitation tools I've been learning there a lot from you and from Kevin and from others around. We're going to, Kevin's going to talk, I think positive intent, but we have all these other as one of the strategies. Correct one of the 
process we hold, but it's, it's not, it's witnessing is important. Um, being together is important. I also feel like the other important agreement, that's, those are key ingredients, but this other ingredient is this ability, the active listening you do too. It's another thing I want to get into, get into with you, but without cultivating these kinds of communication strategies, then yes, it's just not possible because we're interrupting each other. We're, it's, we're projecting a lot of the, yeah. How, actually, if you could speak to this, what are the value of these communication tools and facilitation tools in achieving this level of safety, vulnerability, transformation? How do you see that playing out? Oh, I love this. Okay. So, um, it all, for me, it begins with active listening. It begins with, um, you know, be silent, active listening, be silent, silent and listen have the same letters in it Two, echoing back what you've heard. Um, so that, that helps for understanding. Um, and then, um, three is ask for clarity. Um, so when you're listening to someone, and I think the main thing is when you're listening to someone, be genuinely curious um, and get out of the damn way. Like for me, it's if someone is telling me something about their story and about what's going on for their life, it's not about me. It's about them. And it's about hearing because so many times people aren't heard um, without judgment, without negating, without teaching, without um, advice. Um you know, so someone's talking and they're like, man, I, I just, so what do you want? I'd want freedom. Okay. So for clarity, what do you mean by freedom? Um, I want the ability to go where I want. I, I want to work for myself. Okay. Awesome. So I hear you want to work for yourself. Active listening to me is the base of all facilitation work, is the base of all healing work, is the base of relationship work. The more that it's practiced, uh, and the more that you do this, the better all the relationships I have found in my life have become. Um, listening to my children, light years different. Um, listening to my ex, um, who's my children's mother, um, and the the way um, that it has led us to be a better friendship. Um, active listening to me is the base of everything. Um, and then it goes into the other processes. Uh, you're talking about positive intent, uh, the echoing process. Um, and there's more that come from there. Yeah. But these processes are absolutely key. One of the bigger picture processes I feel like is key to me here is in addition to everything you named is this idea of just being with somebody in their process and not inter not getting, how do I describe this? It's the difference between facilitation as opposed to control. It's like letting go of controlling someone else's process. And all these tools come in to help be there for them and to help witness and to help ask the right questions and move them through it without controlling them and honoring that it's their own process. And it's a different yes. way of being, of conversing uh, than, than I feel like I experience in other other parts of my, my life or in the world. In my life, I'm fortunate to have people who, who are working with this too, but I, I've just, it was kind of new to me as an adult to be so let's hold space really. Like what does that mean for each other without controlling? And I think that's been a, a really key quality for me of the magician round and the men's work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's it, silence. 
um, there's a key into in when you're asking a question and someone is like, you could see them sitting and going into themselves to hear it. I think in today's culture of, you know, your, your TikTok, your quick, 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 quick. People are so like, so what's happening? So what's happening? So what's happening? But to allow a space to occur uh, and allow someone to really go there without my agenda has nothing to do with me and allowing them to find their truths and what's coming up for them. It's, it's, I always find it, it's, it's something that I'd never expect. And it's something that really is magic for me too, in that to, to see where someone goes to, to watch them go deep and tell their truth and to allow them the space to do that is huge. This is a, I think a great moment to segue then to OPP, because I feel like that's, from what I'm, I haven't done done the program yet, but from what I'm reading about it and learning about it, this this is really all tied into that work too. And just the to name too, yes. we did we did cover the fourth round, which was King Round already. So we covered the four rounds there of the Gold Mining Group, and I look forward to expanding on that with Kevin next month on Gold Mining. But let's let's take the time we have left, and I want to I do want to focus on OPP and what's coming up uh, for me. In that and also let's start by just talking about the origin of OPP and uh, your work with yeah them. perfect um, so my father is Bill Wick um, for 30 years he's been doing a men's work uh, facilitation work um, he is he's an engineer so from an engineer's mind he researches he would see something that piqued his interest and he would dive in um, about 25 years ago, he started going in and doing prison work as well. Um, so bringing the men's work into prisons. Uh, Folsom was a Folsom was a uh, one that he went through, and one of his main prisons that he would go into. I went through a process there. Um, so through his life, he's been building and building and building ways to better facilitate men and then women, and he does it with women too. Um, so they can understand their mission, um, so they can heal their parts uh, that are inside. We're all made up of parts. Um, and so when you're healing the parts, it makes a better whole. So COVID-19 struck, and he could no longer do weekends where he was connecting and um, helping people heal through processes and technologies that he's found through study and research. So he wanted to make a program uh, that was a 40-day program, phase one and phase two, 20 days each phase, um, that could help facilitate what they would do in a weekend um, over a 20 to 40-day period of time, half hour to an hour that could be done on Zoom. So he took the technologies that he's learned, simplified it to put it into this program, so a, a person could take another person through it. One mentor could take a mentee. Then he developed phase zero. Phase zero is where two people that don't have any facilitation techniques or have a facilitation uh, background can actually walk together through that and take turns facilitating each other as they go through it. Um, and, it and it's really about the basics. It's really about the active listening, the echoing, positive intent process, uh, reframing and regression. Um, the main uh, 
pillars to the work. And he has simplified it in such a way you can use the technology every day. Um, and then over time, you can learn how to do it and facilitate yourself as these things come up as well and using that technology. So OPP was created to help people that could no longer connect on a physical basis um, and bring men's and women's work over the weekends into something that can be done in a 20, 40 day program. Tell me and that's where that came from. The origin of the name to its Omega Point program, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Omega Point is when the when humanity reaches an enlightened state. We come to our Omega Point, where you have individuals. So the whole promise of the program is healing parts to make a greater whole. Okay, so. Uh, disintegration of parts and then reintegration of parts to make another whole, a better whole. Um, it's bringing humanity through the program to each individual finding their mission and purpose and healing the parts of themselves so they can walk into this world with compassion, with love and empathy and walking with purpose. Because um, at the end of the day, there's only one person on this earth that can do what I do. There's only one person on this earth that can do what you do. That's it. And if you don't do it, no one's going to do it. If we're all walking our purpose and we're all walking and giving our gifts back to the world uh, and giving them to each other, you reach an omega point, right? Uh, an omega point of humanity. So it, it's about reaching that point and having an enlightened world and something that we can take and give to our descendants and continue to build on and reach heights that I don't think we even understand we could reach if we're all together walking our purpose like that. Creating a we world is like I like to call it, where we're working together for something better. It's an incredible vision for the world. It's one I share too yeah. of just having this sense of how much potential we really have in the world, how much people, yes, how much we take for granted, I take for granted, and realizing that it takes active work and support and mentorship and so much more to, to get there and to share, to share our gifts. And so in the four gardens work I'm doing, I am, I have this garden of service of sharing our gifts with others that I initially, I'd actually made that garden mission was what I had I labeled it. And, um, I, I've really, my service has been so leveled up by gold mining that I'm so excited to how I share my gifts, how I even name my gifts or honor that I have what I have to share that's of high value in this world that can really help and really be aligned with my heart. Gold mining has helped so much and that this is where I'm full of excitement for OPP is I know that that 20 days I'm about to do with Boris. So it's another man from our group. I'll, I'll be, we'll be mentors to each other. Yes. I'm so excited to do this. You describe this leveling. It's like leveling up is one way of this ascension that's happening of humans through the parts work, mm. through the mentorship, through the healing. Yes. So yes, I know this is just a continuation of the service and all the self-cultivation that I'm really passionate about right now in my life of tending myself with integrity and with authenticity and with love. And so I, I see the OPP as like, I really wanted to have the space for it, the timing. And I'm excited to be recording all my sessions too, uh, as well as part of what's exciting me because I want to share the work that I'm doing. It's part of my gift, part of my mission. Uh, is to share is to share what's inside me, and um, 
I am excited to do that. And so, yeah, tell me, well, I'll let you read. I do want to hear uh, a little bit. I want to give you a chance to respond to that, but also I want to hear some of the transformations you've witnessed of men and, uh, and, and, and women from doing this sure. work and also just, yeah, give you a chance to respond. Sure. Um, well, first of all, I, uh, <laughs> I'm so geeked out about you and Boris doing it. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I'm so geeked out. Uh, as far as some of my experiences, I mean, I, you know, I think the best way for me to really share that is share a bit of mine. Um, through the Omega Point program, I mean, before I began it, man, I was I was broken. I was in a real hard place. I was in um, I was in California. I was away from my children. Um, and you know, I had my reasons. I had my rational rationalizations of why I should be there and what I was doing for sure. Um, and, and the main one was uh, was to show my kids how a man and a woman can love and respect each other in a healthy way. Um, and so I went to go to go find that. Well, what ended up really happening is I, I was running away from dealing with um, baby mama here. And so I went over there and I was away from my kids. And it was breaking me, man. And I could see it was breaking them. Um, the one thing that I, I committed to in this life more than anything was to be a father when I brought them into this world. And uh, I was not in integrity with that. So I started going through the Omega Point program. And the beautiful thing about the Omega Point program and having a mentor is when the voices in my head that come up, um, one of the ones was, you're a bad father. And that, that was not easy to hear. Uh, but through the program, I was able to listen to it and find out what it wanted. And what it wanted was to have integrity to what I do and the promise that I gave three beautiful souls that I brought into this world. Going forward on that, and the more I heard myself and the parts inside that were coming through, and the more that I aligned them with my mission, and the more that those were aligned with me, it empowered me to make steps that I wanted to make. I immediately came home. Um, about halfway through the program, I said, I have to go. I have to leave. I have to come back. And what it starts building is an ownership of who I am. Um, not projecting on people, not blaming anybody else. At the end of the day, I create my reality. I created all of that. Um, so I came back. Uh, I went up to um, my ex and I said, I'm sorry. Um, I'll never leave again. I'm here now. And I hugged my kids so tight. And, uh, you know, right now I'm living in the same house with my children when a year ago I was so far from them and we're healing and um, I'm hearing them better. I, I, I'm a better father. I'm not like, cause I said so kind of thing. I'm looking for wins, win-wins win all the time. How do we walk through this together? How do we heal? How do we do better? Um, I dealt with things that were in real my relationships where you know, I thought I had to change myself. I allowed myself to diminish myself for a relationship uh, because I, 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 a self-worth thing. 
all these parts I've talked to and healed and whenever a new part comes up, I heal, but healing that self-worth thing and understanding I'm, <laughs> I'm beautiful the way I am. And that also gives me compassion that every single one of us, everyone I come across is absolutely beautiful for where they are. And, and there's parts that need to be healed to keep unlocking that. Um, and now I stand at a position where I know I will not diminish myself again. I will stand in the light and keep walking forward. And my children see it and their voices are getting stronger. The relationship with my ex uh, to circle around is so much better. And now my kids get to see how I love and respect their mother, not some other woman, but their mother, not romantically, but they know I love and respect her because of the healing that I've done. And so they get to get that example right in front of me, uh, what I was running from. So this, the program itself helped me stand up, uh, face myself, and then turn the things that were my anchors or, or my fears uh, into my strengths and walk forward to be the best version of I that I can be. Um, and now I have technology um, through the program to be able to hear myself and to truly hear others and have compassion and empathy for others. Um, because I was able to look at myself clearly first. And I hope that kind of brings that together a little bit. Yes. Thank you for sharing your own example. You're using your, your own vulnerability to, I moved to hear the transformation with your family. And I just feel that in my mm. heart to, to, to hear you've been able to change, you know, grow the relationships with your kids and your ex in such a, uh, like heal that it's just, it's, it's such a, it's such a you're such a role model, I think, for for other men and for others in doing that hard work and not running away. And and to, I know that the Omega Point it makes me feel more grateful for the Omega Point to hear how it's supported you to discover that inner clarity, that inner strength that you're finding, and it, it continues to build my. Um, I would I keep saying excitement, but I would say like just like love for wanting to do this. Um, Joy, the joy that I'm taking and knowing yes. that I'm starting this. And I'd love to have you back on to share my experience with you, you know, in the future as I'm, as I finish these Omega point phases, it'd be fun to, to, to bring you back on to talk more about um, the journey along the way here with that too. So yes. Oh man, it would be such an honor. It'd be yeah. such an honor. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. I would, I would be honored and happy to be a part of that in any way I can be. That's great. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, I, before we go, I'd love to just oh, yeah. give you a minute to also talk a little bit about this new transition in your life. You're starting a 501c3, you told me, and you're leaving some of the old projects you were doing and getting going on new ones. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, let's 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 jump into that for a few minutes of, of what's next for Andy Wick. Yeah. Uh, what's next for Andy Wick? Um, okay, so my mission is I nurture myself and others uh, by meeting them where they are, inspired by the beauty and all. My purpose in this life is to bring the Omega Point program to the world. Um, it was created by my father. I love my father. I honor my father. And I want to make sure that um, I want to help as many people as I possibly can. Again, Omega Point program is a free program. Phase zero, phase one, and two is free. Um, so I, I want to throw that out there. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's about gifts to the world, about the gifts of self to the world. Um, 
I was part of an amazing program. Uh, it's called Mattersville. And if anybody wants to go to it, donate to it, it's absolutely a beautiful program. Um, it starts with working with wolves um, as part of the healing. So there was there's about 18, 20 wolves on property um, that you can go volunteer and take care of. And then the other side of Mattersville is the, um, the veteran health part. Um, so many veterans that have fought um, and given their lives for our country and, and have stood proudly next to each other out there. Um, when they come back, sometimes it's not easy to reacclimate and it gives them a place to come and reacclimate. Um, I mean, our veterans, there's, there's 22 suicides a day. Um, and then, um, also that doesn't take into account, um, things that happen, uh, with substance abuse and stuff like that. So that's just, that's just, pure and simply without the substance abuse. So the program is there for the mental health of veterans. Um, and it was such a beautiful thing to be a part of. Um, and I'm grateful for that. There, were, there are reasons why it was time to move forward. Um, and the main thing that it showed me is it's time to move forward on what I wanna do, um, which is building communities, um, building health centers uh, where people can come um, get away, do the Omega Point program, um, and walk with it, um, and continue to build these communities where people expand and grow. Now, in this community, there's going to be, you know, doing the program, there's going to be um, creative uh, work, like the, the creative garden, uh, you know, smelting, um, metal work, um, doing work with animals, it's really about getting into the soul and helping people. So um, I'm gonna start that project up. Uh, first thing is gonna be getting a mobile office that I can be going around and helping people through the program, um, going and facilitating different programs, and then uh, creating a, a base, um, first here in Colorado, uh, and then I will be expanding that. And I, I would like to see this go national. I'd like to see this go worldwide. I'd like communities where people take care of each other and walk through each other and help each other come home and heal their inner parts um, and find their purpose, which I think is one of the biggest things. Um, that's what it's all about. It's all about healing, creating an, a, a humanity that can help heal this world. I feel really aligned with that, that statement, and I'd love to be of support let me know how I can support this amazing vision that you're growing. I'll share it too. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to support it, okay. brother. And also just like however I can. And I would like to name too that I've I've been in a lot of communities too, or visited a number of communities and lived and worked in places. And to build your community around deep work, to build it around mentorship and sharing and facilitation is genius. I just want to say that because that is the hardest piece mm. that I've witnessed in intentional communities and eco villages is the ability to not project on everybody or to have a, a difficult conversation or to really share, to be working through traumas that we all carry, that these things can totally derail the, pro the workplaces and co-living arrangements and so many other things. If we're, and just to, we don't need to come in all the way healed, all the way fixed, but if we have the tools, because we do that together. That's the point, is right? Is that we come together, and we do yes. that together. Yes. But yes. If that track isn't strong. It's more important than the gardens. It's more important than so many other things. More that I love. 
it's more important than having beautiful structures or or all the great activities you're offering is that to build it around a mega point i think is brilliant and i i can't wait to follow this project and support it along the way oh i love it man and, and it's it's so it's so key mental health programs or anything that deals with inner work if the people that the people that are leading the people that are are are, are putting the program together myself doing this it's it's still part of my healing it's still part of my journey i like i'm i'm nowhere close to done i mean i don't i don't know if i ever will be it's a constant quest and um constant different questions constant deeper searching i mean there's so much knowledge that has been passed down and forgotten or suppressed over time from ancients and from from our past cultures our ancestors uh, so there's so much more to dive into and i believe the only way I can make this project work is, is I'm constantly healing and open. Um, and we all do it together. I mean, every single time someone new comes on the property, I'm bringing them gifts and they're bringing me gifts. And that's what a community is for, to continue to build that and, and everybody there. And that is the premise. The premise is a safe environment, a safe container to be who you need to be and deal with where you need to deal with that and have that as you progress. And then once you break out of one container, cool. So you bring it up to the next one and you go up to the next one. And then we keep on building stages of self. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> talking about it with you now, uh, man, the, the, the passion cup and the line of excitement and the vision just feels even stronger. So thank you for that. Huh. Andy, you're so Thanks welcome. That, thank you so much for coming on the, <laughs> yeah, the show and sharing your passion, sharing yeah. your open heart, sharing the tools and vision you have in the world. I'm so, mm. so grateful for you. And I'll say too that, yeah, it's just been a beautiful conversation. I'm excited for the next one. This is just part one with Andy Wick, everybody. Um, yeah, man. So part one is, is good. And <laughs> they can find you. Best way to find you is Instagram, you'd say. Uh, what are the best uh, ways to follow you? Your work? Yeah, Inst Instagram seems to be the best one for me right now. That that platform, uh, Mr. Underscore Wick. So M-I-S-T-E-R underscore W-I-C-H. Uh, you can find me on there. I, I find it to be the easiest one. Uh, to add on there. Um, yeah. Instagram to me, I like the way it delivers people's messages right now. Um, TikTok is all based on algorithms or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but Facebook is, eh. but Instagram seems to be the one that really is the best way to deliver the message. Your, so ins your Instagram's full it's of public at it. It's full of short, really short, helpful hmm? videos you made your Instagram. It's very full of these shorter yeah. videos where you're facilitating and people, there's a lot of tools on there. So I do really, I was, I was messing around on those this weekend and enjoying. And so I do really recommend people find you on there. And yeah, I just want to say part one's in the books here. Thank you so much, Thank Andy, you. for coming on. I look forward to talking again soon. Jake has been an honor. Thank you. Have a beautiful day, brother. <laughs>